0: Reading can be the best escape from your normal day-to-day routine. You can get lost in a fairy tale, laugh your head off with the rom-com, be scared to fall asleep after reading a horror story, or try your hand at solving a crime. The possibilities are endless. And with the amazing world of Bookstagram, what better way to show my appreciation of some of my favorite authors and Instagrammers than by showcasing them in a podcast. Join me while I play a game of 21 questions with some of the best people I know. I hope you're ready. Welcome to The Heather Effect. hey everybody thanks for tuning in to another episode of the heather effect today i have with me someone i have been following for quite a while now she's very inspiring probably has the best colored bookshelves i have ever seen and is just an amazing person all around so everybody please welcome jenna stop reading
1: round of applause just Yay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so
0: much for coming on with me jenna
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: Yes, I'm super excited. So, first question is an easy one. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So what prompted you to make a bookstagram account?
1: Oh, this is a this is a solid question. So I am Obsessed with the Bachelor franchise. Mm -hmm. I used to watch
0: in the beginning, and then I stopped.
1: (laughs) Gotcha. Um, I actually see. I'm the opposite. I started watching it in 2017. Okay. And there's a get well. That's not true. I watched it for a while. Picked it back up in 2017 after Mm -hmm. a couple years of like a hiatus. And there was a gal that was on the show that had her own facebook group for readers and long story short through that facebook group i was able to find bookstagram um so i discovered it i guess in the summer of 2018 and kind of lurked in the background for a while just from my personal account Mm -hmm. and then created my own in july of 2018 i
0: love your page thank you and you have like some of the best recommendations I try I do my best no you do really good what would you say is your go-to genre
1: for myself mm-hmm. probably gosh it changes based off of the seasons mm-hmm. I'm such a I'm such a mood reader and it's I am too chaotic yeah very chaotic I I'm probably the most drawn to adult fiction these days just mm-hmm. contemporary contemporary fiction um but really, in the last several months, I've read and been enjoying romance the most.
0: Mm-hmm. That's kind of like my bread and butter.
1: But oh, I really? do like
0: the other. Yeah, I love like rom-coms.
1: Yes. And I love rom-com movies, too. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that I like it in books. Yes. Um,
0: can you name five of your like automatic by authors?
1: I can try to do five. So Or
0: or whatever, however many you want to say.
1: Uh, Matt Haig. Mm-hmm. Jenny Han, Kristen Hanna, Jody Pico, and I'm going to go with, oh man, it's always the hardest to pick the last one. Um,
0: <laughs> you can do bonus ones.
1: <laughs> it's okay. I'm going to go with Nick Stone. Oh,
0: okay. Those are all really, really good ones. Mhm. Okay. I know you kind of touched on this the other day on your Instagram, but I want my listeners to hear. What is your least favorite and favorite trope?
1: Oh, man. My least favorite is probably Groundhog Day, mm-hmm. where the the same day is lived over and over again. And at some point they obviously pick up and, and continue in time. But that drives me bonkers. I think I've only
0: read one and I did struggle through it because I was like, OK, I've had enough.
1: <laughs> if you've read one, you've read them all.
0: Yeah. I was like, I can't anymore. I can't.
1: Oh, no, because it's the same day over and over again. And it just feels really uncreative to me. Mm-hmm. I can't I don't know that I've ever read one that I've enjoyed. Now, in in movies, I'm OK with it. But in books, hard pass.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: My my favorite trope is at least if we're if we're talking romance, because mm-hmm. I feel like rom- romance books are more likely to follow tropes. Yeah. I feel like um, enemies to lovers is my
0: favorite. Mm. I think mine, too.
1: It's it's just it opens up the door for so many funny jokes and yeah. great banter. So, I think the first enemies to lovers that I really fell in love with was The Unhoneymooners by Christina Lauren. I love that and book. That's I need to reread it. When I first read it, I was very newly pregnant and had no ability to focus on anything but for whatever reason that book sucked me in and I think I read it in like two days so I love to reread it now that I have a little bit better of an attention span.
0: I know I I think I read the physical book I kind of want to go back now and do the audio.
1: Oh I don't know that I've heard anything about the audio I wonder who narrates it.
0: I don't know I'm gonna have to look that up when we're done. (laughs) Yeah. What factors do you go by when reading a book?
1: Oh gosh so I think my I try to to do my ratings based off of how I would recommend it. So, if I give it five stars, that means I would recommend this book to the majority of the population. Mm-hmm. I think. Every, everyone should pick this up whereas four stars is like I think probably 80% of people should pick this book up and they yeah. kind of like down, down the, the ladder um, so to speak so there are some things that if I find them there are some things about books that if I find it really troubling or it's just for, for instance if I read a horror book that uh-huh. just goes way over the top which I get that's the point of horror but there yeah. was one in particular that I read that I was like this was just for shock factor and it wasn't it didn't even make sense. I dropped it a little bit. So mm-hmm. kind of rate with what I'm feeling. I haven't been putting my star ratings on Instagram as much lately because I think people put a little too much stock into other people's writings Mm -hmm. um, because they'll they'll see like three stars and they'll just scroll on by. But there are some three star books that are really worth reading. And I think a lot of books that are three, anywhere in the two to three and a half star range Mm -hmm. are often some of the best conversation point books.
0: I think so, too. And I, mm-hmm. I love how you do that rating. I never thought of it that way. But, like, if you did give it five stars, you would think that everybody should read that book. That makes a whole lot of sense to me.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's... And that's why I don't hand out five stars like candy.
0: Yeah. That makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite and least favorite part about living in Kentucky?
1: My favorite part about living in Kentucky would be probably the scenery here. Mm -hmm. It is a really beautiful state. It's a lot of greenery, um, rolling hills, horses everywhere, things that I didn't realize was unique to Kentucky Mm -hmm. until I moved out of Kentucky for a little bit and then came back. And I was like, I kind of miss those horses and the green grass. However, on the flip side, (laughs) one of my least favorite things about Kentucky is the greenery, because <laughs> it does not come without a tax. And that tax is allergies oh, nine months yeah. out of the year. Oh, it's, no. it's pretty, I mean, we live by Claritin and Flonase out here.
0: I would probably suffer because my allergies are horrible.
1: It's It's one of the worst states in the United States, I'm pretty sure, as far as... Allergies go. And especially if you live in Louisville, which is my hometown, mm-hmm. um, right right along the river there, all the pollen just kind of oh. settles. Oh, and it's, wow. It's terrible. I know, I'm in Lexington now, so it's not as bad as I don't think it's as bad here, mm-hmm. but it's, it's all subjective. I think there's probably plenty of people who... Would come to Lexington and think it's the absolute worst. And my husband, when we lived in California, mm-hmm. thought the allergens were the worst. So it's all about what you're allergic yeah. to. Yeah. But I will say, out here, most people take an allergy medication on the daily. Oh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: what book series would you want to live in?
1: You know, I'm not a huge series person, but if I had to pick one, it would. Be a trilogy. Does that count as a series? Yeah, that's know. fine. Or you can choose okay, one
0: yeah. book if you want to live in one book. That's <laughs> fine too.
1: <laughs> if I had to pick a series, I would probably pick To All the Boys I've Loved Before by Jenny Hahn because mm-hmm. that series is extremely nostalgic for me because it is set in high school and obviously it ends right before college starts. So you don't really know if those characters stay together. Mm. But I met I met my husband in high school. Oh, how so cute. reading those reading those books and feeling like I'm back in high school, just gives me all the warm and fuzzy feelings and reminds me of what it was like to fall in love. And mm-hmm. to now be with that person still is just a really cool comparison. Also, those books are just so fun. I read them so fast I think I read all three of them in a week
0: when I read them. oh that's awesome and congratulations yeah, for meeting in high school and and making it work that's awesome they
1: all said that it wasn't gonna work we were picked on so much <laughs> they're like you guys are crazy You're I can imagine you guys forever. probably heard it all <laughs> we did and we heard it in college too and then when we got married at 21 we heard mm-hmm. it even more and here we are 30 and my husband will be 31 this coming week and like still going strong been married for nine years so I'm pretty sure we made the right decision but yes that's amazing we we heard all of the all the junk from it um I have I heard this interview with Matt Damon one time where he was asked if somebody were to come to you and ask how to become an actor or what they needed to do to become an actor, what do you tell them to do? And he said, I always tell them not to do it because the kind of people that can make it in the acting business Mm -hmm. are the ones that won't listen to my advice and will go against the grain. And I say the same thing about Mm -hmm. getting married at 21. I I will tell people don't do it, but if they do it, a lot of times they're the ones that are gonna make it. So that's really good advice. It's, it's, I I mean, I wouldn't recommend it to pretty much anybody, but it worked really great Mm -hmm. for us.
0: Do you have any nicknames that you love?
1: I have a bunch of nicknames that I hate. <laughs> <laughs> you can say. Well, we don't want to.
0: We don't want to spill your beans, so you don't have to say those. <laughs> no.
1: My 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 dad calls me JB. Aww. Um, my middle name was is Beth, uh-huh. and my ma- my maiden name started with a B as well. So I was always JB. And my mom is the only one that is allowed to call me Jen. If anybody mm-hmm. else calls me Jen. I don't know who you're talking to. I didn't hear yeah. it. It's not me. <laughs> but beyond <laughs> that, I don't really have, well, my in-laws all call me Jenna Beth, all Aww. one word, because <laughs> my, my sister-in-law's name, my husband has five siblings, and his youngest sister's name is Jenna as well. So oh how funny. It's very confusing for the 13 and a half years we've known each other. Um, so whenever we're around, we're always Jenna Beth and Jenna Celeste. <laughs> <laughs> all, all, all one word, no breath in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, we just, we just, we just deal with it. I think both of us would rather just go by Jenna. Yeah, but it makes it a little bit easier because it's a massive family and there's a ton of people trying to talk yeah. to everybody all at once.
0: Oh, that's hilarious. Um, what is your favorite time of day to read?
1: Ideally, first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. However, in recent months, getting up in the morning has not been working for me. So usually yeah. I read, I read at night before bed and I read on my Kindle every mm-hmm. single night, even if it's just one page. Yeah. I think I've conditioned myself to fall asleep while reading my <laughs>
0: Kindle. I love my Kindle.
1: I have an unhealthy obsession with mine as well. I mean, it lives under my pillow. I sleep with it every mm-hmm. night. It goes everywhere with me. It's a, it was a great investment.
0: They definitely are. Especially it just makes it easier and you can throw it in your purse and take it wherever you go
1: for sure and you can if you run out of books as long as you have a wi-fi connection you can get another one
0: i saw you like to snack on cereal what is your Mm go-to brand
1: it's special k with red berries (laughs) been been eating those for about 10 years now and haven't gotten sick of them yet oh that's pretty
0: cool i think i probably would have been like nope i need to change it up but that's a solid choice
1: yeah it's pretty good i also i like a lot of the sugary cereals but Mm -hmm. we don't keep them in the house because i will eat the whole box like i can eat a whole (laughs) box of cocoa puffs in one day and nothing like nothing else no protein nothing i'll just eat cereal so and my kids will eat it too so Mm -hmm. we just kind of you know
0: i don't don't buy them
1: yep (laughs) do you prefer beaches or lakes better Oh, that's a tough question. Probably beaches because mm-hmm. Kentucky is a landlocked state, so the opportunity to go to the beach is a much bigger deal. Gotcha. For me, I grew up going to the lake every weekend and I kind of associate the lake with work because mm-hmm. boating is a lot of boating is a lot of work. Yeah. There's a lot of cleaning involved and a lot of packing and unpacking and a lot of driving too I just wasn't I mean I think I would probably love it now but as a kid it felt like so much work
0: yeah <laughs> well you get stuck with all the dirty jobs
1: <laughs> yes I, I did and also when I was a teenager and wanted to hang out with my friends on the weekend instead I was going to the lake which hindsight's twenty, 20 I'm glad my parents did that it kept me out of a lot of trouble mm-hmm. but I wanted to be with my friends and I couldn't be so oh, gotcha. you know, double edged sword
0: if all expenses were paid, what would be your ultimate vacation?
1: This is an easy one. I want to go to one of those over the water bungalows in Bora yes. Bora. Yes. We can be. I just can't. What
0: we'll, we'll just have to be neighbors.
1: <laughs> I just can't imagine what the cost is to fly there. It oh, has to be astronomical. I mean, I don't even think we could afford the flights. Not to mention bungalow yeah. itself.
0: We're gonna have to start buying lottery tickets.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, something like that. I need to fall <laughs> into some money somehow because right? I sure can't afford that. I mean, we went to the beach. Last fall, and we did it like the cheapest way possible, and it mm-hmm. still felt like, oh, that was expensive. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and then everything's outrageous years. now. Like, it's insane.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Flights are really expensive. So, mm-hmm. oh, we'll have to keep that one as a pipe dream. <laughs> what is your
0: all time favorite book, and how many times have you read it?
1: So this is funny because I would say my all time favorite book is The Story Life of AJ Fickery. By Gabrielle Zevin, but I have only read it once. Oh wow! And there's a reason for that. I am afraid I'm going to ruin it for myself if I read it again, and um, it's not going to give me the same like feelings, feelings. that yeah. I had. Mm-hmm. So I'm afraid to read it again, but I do plan to because they are turning it into a film.
0: Oh, so yeah!
1: I want to. I want to be sure that I have the book and the film you know straight in my mind I think I will still love it just as much mm-hmm. but I just haven't I picked it up for the first time let's see I think it was November of 2019 so it's been a, a year and a half now so oh, okay. or two two and a half years two and yeah. a half yeah goodness you know I, I never what year are we in I never thought <laughs> of
0: that like rereading your favorite and then it not being the same now I'm kind of like second guessing if I want to reread books
1: <laughs> I know <laughs> I I'm, typically I'm, I'm, don't
0: I'm, so now I'm kind of pondering if I even should, because I think it would alter it now that you've said the, that.
1: The only book that I've read multiple times in print, now I have done some audiobooks more than once. Mm-hmm. The only one that I've read in print multiple times is It's Kind of a Funny Story by Ned Vizzini, and it has, it's set in I guess it's late middle school, early Mm -hmm. high school. So I first, I first read it maybe my freshman year of high school when I first started struggling with depression Mm -hmm. and it really, it really spoke to me then. And then I read it again in college. Um, And again, it spoke to me in a different way because I was looking at it as a college student versus a high school student. And then I read it again as an adult and as a parent and looking at it as a parent. I, I got little different tidbits from it every time that I read it. I, and that's, that still ranks in my top five, uh-huh. but it didn't give me that the same feeling that the story life of AJ Fickery did. Oh, okay. I love
0: having my books by color. Yours are absolutely amazing. What <laughs> color do you have the most of and least of?
1: I have the most blue or black, I would say. And then the least is probably green.
0: It's funny. We have the same color of the most.
1: Well, the green, I don't know if you've noticed this, but a lot of genres have similarly covered, Mm -hmm. colored covers. So a lot of historical fiction is green and I don't read a lot of historical fiction. So I don't have a bunch of those on my shelves, but a lot of young adult novels and a lot of contemporary novels have blue covers and Uh black covers. So that's why I have the most of those.
0: I think my, the most I have, I think is blue and then it would be black. So that's, that's kind of,
1: that's kind of funny.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, What format do you prefer to read on?
1: I prefer to read print, Mm -hmm. but in the phase of life I'm in, I think I read audio the most. Okay. Um, But when my kids get a little bit older, I think I'll probably be able to sit down and crack a spine a little bit you know actually crack a spine i don't want to do that no (laughs) i'm like no save the books some people do it and if they want to do it with their books that's fine just don't come to my house and crack my spines same just fine i'm
0: giving you an air five
1: (laughs) yep i the only spines that i would crack would be mass market paperbacks because it's almost unavoidable but yeah i i think anyway (laughs) all that to say (laughs) i think i prefer print do more more audio and then my kindle i just fit that in where, wherever i mm-hmm. can and some i'm super guilty of sometimes having it in print but then i'll snag a um a kindle copy from the library because if i'm in the middle of it and then i want to go to bed or my husband wants to turn off the light well then i can just pick it up right where i left off on my kindle mm-hmm. so i can get further into the story
0: yeah depending on how you answer this one we may not be able to be friends oh boy. <laughs> do you dog ear or mark up your books
1: I do not in my fiction books, but in my nonfiction books, anything goes. I will highlight. I will write in the margins because nonfiction, I think I I typically read it slower, but I'm reading nonfiction for a different reason. Okay. So yes, I will write in nonfiction, uh, but fiction, absolutely not. Okay. We can
0: still be friends. (laughs) (laughs) Crisis averted. (laughs) (laughs) Can you estimate the number of books you own?
1: I don't even have to estimate for you. You well, know? Actually, I can tell you how many I have unread, but then if I add in the number of ones that I own, I think I would have about, not including children's books, mm-hmm. probably about 350.
0: Oh, that's really good.
1: I think, I mean, I have room for more. We have built-in shelves in our house, but yeah. right now those are filled with toys. Oh, and gotcha. Sen- <laughs> <laughs> instead of books. So, I have everything that you see on Instagram like those three white shelves mm-hmm. that I have. 95% of those are unread. And then after I read them, they either they'll go on the top of that shelf or uh-huh. they'll go into my built-in in the other room or If it's not at least a four star book, Uh a lot of times I will sell it or I'll put it in a little free library. I'll hand it off to somebody else that I think might enjoy it a little bit more than I did because I do not have the space to keep everything that I've ever Mm. read.
0: I just barely started letting go of some of mine because I was running out of space as well. And I like I keep my unread from read separate too. I don't like them to mix.
1: (laughs) Yes, it makes it easier for me too when I'm Mm -hmm. going to look for something. Well, I I know where most of my books are down to the point where I'm like a little bit anal about it. Like I have on more than one occasion been laying in bed at night and been like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen XYZ book in however much time. And I will get up out of bed and go look for it.
0: Oh, how cute.
1: Because (laughs) it's like losing a child to me. Right. And I I have
0: had that happen too where I feel like I've lost a book and then it drives me nuts until I can find it.
1: Yep. I will turn my house upside down. I will call my mom if I've been to her house recently. Mm -hmm. I'm like, have you seen this book? And I do have one that I lost that I read last summer, right around the time that we were moving into a new house. Oh no. no, no clue where it is. The good news is it was only a three star read. I wasn't planning to keep it anyway, Yeah, but it does still bother me where it is. And I, we still have a few boxes that have a few items in it and i'm uh-huh. wondering if it's in the bottom of one of those boxes and it just hasn't turned up yet
0: yeah oh that's crazy that or you left a gift <laughs> for the new owners you never know mm-hmm. Th- that
1: or your kids <laughs> hid it from you <laughs> that's also very possible my mom said she hasn't seen it It had a yellow cover so i feel like that, she that would, would have, stand that out yeah right i feel like she would have been like that doesn't belong here if it showed up at her house but who the heck knows
0: mm-hmm. do you always read the synopsis
1: oh, I almost never read the synopsis. Mm -hmm. Almost never. I go, well, my entire life is tied up in this book thing, right? Mm -hmm. I have my bookstagram account, my best friends that I've made through it. We're talking about books all the time. So because of it, I get most of the books that I pick up, I I get because of a recommendation from Mm -hmm. somebody else. So if one of my friends that I know has similar reading tastes to me or knows my reading taste really well says, hey, I think you're gonna enjoy this. I don't even bother reading the synopsis because I yeah. trust them. Same. Yep. I will read blurbs. I will yeah. read I will read like a bullet point list. Like this is, I don't know. Enemies to lovers. Mm-hmm. Set in high school. X Y Z. I'm like, okay, this checks my boxes. Yeah. That's all I care about. But as far as the like This story is about two people who met at blah, blah, blah. No, I don't read that. I don't have time for that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty cool. One one of my other friends from my other podcast, Lucretia, she judges the book by the cover. So if the cover appeals to her, she'll pick it up and she won't read the synopsis at all either. And then sometimes she feels like it sets her up because she'll go into it thinking that it's one thing when Mm -mm. it's not. So I was like, you got to have at least a little bit of tidbits on it. That way you kinda know a little bit of what you're getting into, that way you're not like disappointed.
1: As long as the person that that wrote that did their job well. And I will say that I've had a few instances recently where I've thought that I'm going into a book where it's gonna be a romance. Yeah. But then it's not really a romance. Oh no. And I end up getting let down. Yeah. So at this point, I just ignore the synopsis. (laughs) I kind of have been
0: too. Before I always had to read them. Like, I don't know. It was a weird OCD thing with me. And then now I'm just like, Oh, I'm going to get this one. I like how it looks or so. And so like this one, I'm going to read it.
1: And it's working out really good. Once you find people that have similar reading tastes Mm -hmm. to you, you never have to read another synopsis.
0: Yes. Like I follow your recommendations like a lot too. So that works. Yeah. It works. You, you, you put it in a way where it's like, okay, this look this looks like it's gonna be a really good book. I gotta get it.
1: That's what I try to do if I really loved the book. and mm-hmm. I will say if I didn't like a book, I don't share it. yeah if I'm gonna if I'm gonna write a book sometimes even three stars or less, um I typically don't share it on Instagram because mm-hmm. I look at books as art, and yeah. if I'm gonna sit there and trash somebody else's art, then I'm not being respectful yeah so i have if you ever see me like talking in stories about oh i'm reading this book right now but then there's never a review for it then Got that it. means the book probably that's, didn't work that's for me. really
0: respectful of you too
1: i don't really like
0: ones that'll go and like bash books like it's not necessarily maybe a bad book overall just it wasn't catered towards you right you know and so i don't i don't condone all the bashing. So that's, that's really nice of how you do it.
1: I just try to be cognizant of the size platform that I have. Mm-hmm. And while I don't have the largest bookstagram account, I never will. I'm not going to be some lifestyle blogger that everybody and their mom has heard about. I still want to remember that there are a lot mm-hmm. of people that see what I have to say. Yeah. So I don't want to open the door for criticism mm-hmm. for that author to stumble across and then yeah. it potentially be harmful to their mental health. So yeah. I just, I, I will give stars on Goodreads and I might put in what the problem was, but more often than not, I just star it and mm-hmm. pretend that it never happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that that's awesome. Um, what would you say is your go-to meal? Like if you got to pick what you were going to eat, what, what is your go-to
1: Probably pad tie, and mm-hmm. it's a bummer because I'm really bad at making it myself, so I have to order it out. <laughs> but it also gives me an excuse to order out. Yeah,
0: so. oh, that's cool. You, um, your reels are amazing. Did it take you a <laughs> long time to perfect them? Like, your transitions are spot on. Mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> get you. how you get it. And like, I love it when you like change your shirt, yeah, it impresses me. I'm <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, how did she do that to where it just matched perfectly?
1: A lot of practice, a little bit of tears. Um Mm -hmm. No, I'm just kidding. I've never (laughs) cried. I was like no (laughs) I've gotten frustrated and had to walk away before. Yeah. But I've never if it's stressing you out, you're probably doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. I actually I took a I I paid for a Reels course. So there are tons there are tons of Instagram coaches um that are teaching you how to grow your Instagram, Mm -hmm. but I found one that specifically was targeted on reels because that's what I wanted to learn how to do. I really Mm -hmm. enjoy the creative process of reels, yeah. but having the idea in your head and executing it are two completely different things. So I took this course, learned how to do transitions and just kind of went from there I, to mm-hmm. be honest with you I haven't done a lot of transitions recently because I haven't had the time they do take a little bit longer yeah. if I'm you know if I have what looks like a quick little shirt pull I mean that's a whole thing I think a it would take of, a while yeah it takes it's a lot of takes it's a lot of cropping it's a lot of you know getting it to exactly where you want mm-hmm. it and it, it takes me a little bit of time but it's almost always worth the result. Yeah.
0: I love the ones where you point and then you have the words like you have it exactly. I don't know. I love those.
1: (laughs) It takes that. That is probably a little bit easier. Uh However, when I'm filming those, for some reason I get in my head and I'm like, Oh my gosh, am I pointing in the right spot? And those can take me, those can take me longer than they should take me. (laughs) Well, that would be hard to make sure you're pointing like in a good space. Like where I'm not going to have to put the text over my face. or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I
0: love I, I love all of your reels and like this stuff you post yeah. and your plants.
1: Oh, thank you. I just killed
0: two <laughs> plants over the past year. Oh, so no. I well, have one have that's have still doing good. Right. I have one that's still doing good. And then I just bought one the other day. And my husband's like, you're just going to kill it. And I was like, no, I'm not. This one, I'm going to make gonna sure it, it survives. No, it's because cute. Because
1: <laughs> you're going to you're buy a $10 moisture meter mm-hmm. on Amazon. I will send you the link to it, okay. and it'll keep you from killing Yay. your plants. It'll. All you have to do is type in the name of your plant on Google. Put it okay. in Google. Like, I don't know, Pothos Moisture Meter, and then it will tell you, where that moisture meter needs to be before you need to water it the next time, so that keeps you from over and under watering your plants. Oh, that's be awesome. Honest, I don't use mine anymore because I've gotten pretty good at it. Yeah, but I just <laughs> I mean, need that structure to
0: get me going, and then I think I would be okay.
1: <laughs> I struggled with it really bad in the beginning, but now I tend to look at my plant. I can tell by when I lift the pot. If yeah, it's too heavy or too light. If it oh, needs that's water. pretty
0: cool. Um, do you have a favorite plant?
1: It changes on the weekly, but I think the one that I just trimmed last night, I think it it was in my Instagram stories, um, my philodendron Brazil, it Uh was trailing all the way down to the floor. So I just gave it a little haircut last night, but Uh I am quite proud of that one because it was not trailing out of its pot at all when I bought it two years ago. Oh, that's amazing. Just a little bit of sunlight, a little bit of water. It's amazing to see what nature does.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Um, what piece of advice have you been given, or what is the piece of advice that you feel that you could give that is important?
1: In life? Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. That is a really broad question. I think the best advice that has probably given to me that I have to take into account on the daily basis is to treat others as you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. And that's not just strangers that's the people in your household as well and your family unit so I have to remind myself Mm -hmm. often that my five-year-old is a human (laughs) treat others as you would like to be treated and the same with my husband The same with my family and I think that treating people with kindness can really go a long way
0: yeah it really does and especially like right now I think I think Mm -hmm. we need we definitely need more of that
1: yeah the world feels really heavy these days and I think a lot of people need that kindness. Yeah, they do. I try try to be that person when I, when I can, Mm -hmm. I I do slip up. There are times where I'm not always the nicest, which is why I have to remind myself of it every single day. Well, we're humans. (laughs) Of course. Of course. Yeah.
0: Um, Here's a bonus question that was asked today. Okay. If you were on a trip like a girl's trip, mm-hmm. what other bookstagrammers would be with you?
1: Oh, I feel like this is a pretty obvious answer, but <laughs> Danielle, Mom Sanity, mm-hmm. um, I've met her in real life once, and I think I'll probably be visiting her again this fall, mm-hmm. pending pending life circumstances. Uh, definitely her. Um, as far as other people that I talk to a lot, I talk to Phoebe from Read and Write quite a bit. I talk to, oh gosh, now I feel like I need to open my DMs to see who I talk to the most. <laughs> I love Phoebe.
0: Those,
1: yeah, those are, I talk to those two the the most of everybody mm-hmm. on on bookstagram um and then there are other people that are not bookstagrammers that i've met because of my account like people that just have you know typical like a personal account that i talk to all the time yeah um that have become friends to me but they're not quote bookstagrammers oh that's pretty cool we we bonded over books and um became became friends outside of books as well Uh which is really great that's pretty
0: cool yeah Thank goodness for Instagram.
1: Yep, that's my little community because I don't have a whole lot of community where we live right now. Yeah. So I can, I connect with people through the internet.
0: Well, you're fantastic. And you're thank super you. nice. I can see why people gravitate towards you.
1: Well, thank you. That's honestly, you're being far too nice to me. No, so. no, it's all true. I really
0: appreciate you coming on with me today. And this we'll have to do this again. This was fun.
1: Well, thanks so much for having me. I hope you have a great evening. You too,
0: and have fun. Hopefully, you you and your husband get to take the anniversary trip.
1: Goodness, I hope so too.
0: Yeah, that way you guys can have some time.
1: Well, we all need it. We all need a trip every now and then. Yes, thank you again so much. Thank you, Heather.
0: You have a good night. You too. Bye. All right, thank you so much for listening please rate and review where you can. And you can find me on Instagram at the underscore Heather underscore effect. Please feel free to contact me at the heather effect 28 at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. Happy reading.